0: going on guys i'm michael keem joined here by vito patel and welcome back to the crew sports podcast it's been a while it was kind of a quiet summer but we're back with college football this week and the nfl will start in next week so we're getting right back into it
1: yeah i'm super excited for the football season i feel like the summer after the nba finals till now is just so long but now oh my god football season is back and it's gonna be better than ever i think
0: <laughs> yeah i guess neither of us are really baseball fans yeah so <laughs> uh, there's no. a couple of golf tournaments and maybe some tennis but nah yeah. it's just quiet without football week one starts this week so let's get right into it we got three top 25 matchups this week you know we'll start with like the lowest 19 arkansas yeah. at 23 cincy of course after cincy was okay. the first non-power five team to make the playoffs how do you think they're gonna be this year
1: I think this is going to be maybe the best game. Uh, at least that's what folks think of the ring matchups because the other lines are pretty bad. But to be quite honest, I think Cincinnati is not going to be the same team as last year at all. And part of that is losing nine players in the NFL draft. And like, first of all, that's good for any school. Like you and Al would be pretty proud of that kind of number. So good, good for them that they have that much NFL talent. But replacing that much in a quick turnaround, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be good for week one, at least, where they play a good, good SEC team on the
0: road. I mean, yeah, unless you're like Alabama or Georgia, you don't really can't really
1: retool that quick, losing nine of your starters. And I mean, big ones too. You got your quarterback you lost, you got your running back you lost, the top receiver two lockdown corners and, and a pass rusher and just a few other players too. Like those are big time players. And then whereas Arkansas though is returning their, you know, high potent quarterback, KG Jefferson, who was in the Heisman talk for some of last year. And I don't know, they've revamped most of their team and they got uh, Jaden Hazelwood from Oklahoma in the transfer. So they're going to be a tough team to be, I think.
0: They were pretty good last year. I mean, they only had like a couple losses, but besides yeah. that, and they had like a stretch where they were looking like their top 10
1: absolutely yeah it was fun watching them early last year and i think they're get back to those things that i don't think of rebuilding uh uh since the team is gonna beat them
0: yeah i, I don't think so I, i'm with you there actually definitely arkansas well what's the line for this game
1: it's is changing but it was when I, I saw a minus six i think it's minus six and a half now a
0: touchdown game that's closer <laughs> than these other two we got next number three georgia against number 11 oregon i mean immediately georgia but so the line for this game was 17 so i was kind of surprised i thought it'd be like a little closer. Georgia lost a good amount of defensive players.
1: Yeah. I I was surprised about that too to be honest. They lost defensive players, running backs, receivers. They lost they lost so much, but I mean, you're like you said earlier, they do kind of rebuild pretty fast, so that's probably a factor. And they actually had the uh tied for the third most all-Americans on any team, which is crazy, Michael. I saw this. So they lost like seven players to the NFL draft or even more on defense. And they only returned four starters from last year. And three of those four are all Americans. (laughs) The best of their position in the country, basically. So I I just can't believe that defense is that good last year. But I mean, other than Bama, they weren't giving up touchdowns. Like they went for such long stretches without giving up touchdowns.
0: That is true. And on offense, I mean, you got your quarterback
1: and your biggest receiver and your tight end. was crazy last year. That'll be tough. I think so. Oregon got uh, Auburn's uh, quarterback Bo Nix, which I think is interesting because Bo Nix's first game was against Oregon. I don't know how good he is, honestly. I think he was kind of mid anyway. So I don't know. I think Oregon will give them a challenge, but seventeen is a lot of points too. But I don't know. Georgia looks so dominant, other than when they played B- Bama that one game, that I wouldn't want to bet against Georgia.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see how good their defense is going to be this year. Like we, like I don't yeah. think their defense is going to be like last year's, but. Like you said, at least I hope not. well, yeah. But like, like you said, everyone that they that returned on that defense is all American. Yeah, absolute studs. If there's one thing that I learned from all these Bama defenses in the past, is that like when you go back and like look at the rosters, they're like crazy because like their second and third guys at each position eventually end up being NFL players, too. So I think absolutely I think it's just we didn't know these guys, like whoever's stepping up in the Georgia defense now. We just didn't know them last year because of who the starters were, but like I think at the end of this year it's gonna be like the same like as it was last year. Where these guys are getting drafted.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think I think they're gonna be a really good defensive team, and uh, I mean the, traditionally I think Kirby Smart's just a defensive coach. Like yeah, they they never have a good offense. So. I don't know. Hopefully, they have a decent well, offense.
0: They always have good running backs.
1: <laughs> they do amazing running backs. A lot of uh, NFLs made of their running backs. But yeah, that will be an interesting game though. I I really hope Oregon makes it a challenge. Uh, I'm tired of the SEC dominance, but I just don't. I just don't see it. Yeah, me neither. Um, but next, the highest rated
0: game, and of course, the one we're most interested in, number two Ohio State against number five Notre Dame. It was kind of big of the news, though. The line for this game was 17 and a half. That was
1: news to our new head coach, Freeman, I guess. Yeah, he didn't know. (laughs) I I like it. I like it using as motivation. But, man, I'm so pumped for this game. Uh, Ohio State, they're actually an amazing team, of course. But their big three on offense, CJ Stroud, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and Trevion Henderson are all Americans, First and second team. And honestly, C.J. Stroud being second team just means he's slightly below Bryce Young, who's an absolute monster. And I'm going to say this bold thing, but I think C.J. Stroud is better than Justin Fields. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is better than any of the Ohio State receivers before. And I think uh, Trevion Henderson's better than J.K. Dobbins. And maybe even better than Ezekiel Elliott. Like, this is a really oh, good... Okay. I was almost with you for, like, all of that, but, like... <laughs> CJ Stroud had an amazing
0: year last year. Jackson Smith and Jigba put the greatest performance by receiver in the Rose Bowl, but they've had some great running backs.
1: Yeah, bro. Oh, my God. Treviad. Because, like, I was I was actually surprised he was on the first team All-American, so I looked at some of his highlights, and this guy is insane. He was a true freshman last year, and he broke, like, the uh, regular season rushing record single game for Ohio State while having that good of a pass offense. And, I mean, if you just look at him, he's so elusive. He breaks tackles. He'll be... He'll be a handful. I think big, Ohio big State
0: run. since like Zeke, they just had so many good running backs. Like, yeah, they had J.K. Dobbins, and then they had Sermon and Master Teague. And yeah, like, the last couple years they have just a committee. They've just had three really
1: good. Honestly, backs. yeah. And going back to Zeke, actually, it's hard to Zeke was was another animal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he might not be better than Zeke. And Dobbins was consistent four years, and no one could stop him in any of those four years. So I don't know. Is is that that was definitely a bold take? For Jackson Smith and Jigba, so last year Olave and uh, Garrett Moser were their teammates, and they both said and Jigba is better than both of them. Like, I mean, that might be teammates being humble, but I mean, we saw what he did in the Rose Bowl without them. He was that was
0: insane.
1: <laughs> he was he put a up monster. more,
0: he had more yards than some offenses. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's facts. And then, even if that was not, not enough, uh, they have Marvin Harrison Jr., which was Marvin Harrison's son, four star recruit. And I saw they have five star. Receiver Amike, I can't even pronounce his name, and five star receiver Julian Fleming. So their receiving group is insane.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be like last year.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe not as polished as Bilson Olave were because they were both like veterans. But that's the, uh, see, that's the big thing I'm like looking forward to because they're not, they haven't played together yet. So they don't have as much experience. So luckily we play them week one, not week 12. Like week 12 Ohio State would be insane. Wow. Well,
0: uh, week one Ohio State sounding pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah. But our team is pretty good too. I think this is the best third team team we've had in a while. Uh and I mean our preseason shows. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we had so we're tied third in the country, uh, for most all Americans. Fosky and Patterson being first team and um Mayor and Brandon Joseph being second team, and all those guys are beasts. And then we're returning a lot of talent. Uh actually so Notre Dame was top ten sacks last year and all six of our top pass rushers, sack leaders, are back, including most notably Isaiah Fosky, who's just a beast, and then the Adam Yola twins.
0: My only concern for our name is I think our defense is gonna be great. Obviously, it was great yeah. last year. I think we, we returned like most of the players, minus like Kyle Hamilton, but he just got replaced by an all American. Um, yeah, I'm concerned in our offense role. Our quarterback's gonna be new, like they didn't play much last year, whoever it ends up being. I don't even know our receivers anymore. Uh, thank God we got Mayer, And then yeah. I think the lines. Okay. Most of them are coming back. And then with that, I think our running game will be fine, but our passing game, I would not be surprised if it's non-existent early on in the season.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I had to agree with that. Mayor is going to be a, t- a tough matchup to slow down, but I'm sure teams will double team him. So they'll be pretty locked down. I I think Tyree and uh is going to do a lot better this year. Cause our line, uh, is a lot healthier this year and a lot more experience Like everybody on our line came back. I think that's huge. Even if yeah. we had like we lost two or three people, I thought our offense would be screwed. I totally agree too. Uh, because I think about the offense alignment, chemistry is a huge thing. And if everyone's back, they're gonna be so much better each mm. year. Um, and they're just bigger every. I like. I feel like every year they just get a little better. So I think our running game is gonna be really good. And receiver-wise, yeah, we lost Avery Davis, our most experienced receiver. We're returning Braden Lindsey. And uh, Lorenzo Styles is probably going to be our wide receiver one. He had, like, that good game against Oklahoma State. But none of those guys are, like, like I don't think our best receiver is as good as Ohio State's fourth best receiver, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, like,
0: was... what do you think yeah. our quarterback should be? I know it was announced Buckner's starting, but who do yeah. you think it
1: should be? You know you're not gonna. I know you like Drew Pine, but I I actually like the uh, decision because uh B- Buckner actually had a lot more playing time than Pine last year, and Buckner has it has more potential because he I mean he was a five star recruit before he didn't play his senior year, and he's he's actually a decent passer. I just don't think Brian Kelly wanted to pass last year at all. They didn't call any passing plays, but we'll see. But I do, I actually, I would be fine either or because Pine seems calm and composed. He could scramble better than cone and he could throw better than Buckner, it seems like. So I did like Pine. I would be fine either way, but I'm okay with Buckner. I think Buckner has a higher upside.
0: I mean, so from what I've heard is like Buckner's throwing great in like practice and stuff. If I'm going off of what I saw last year, it seemed like Pine was the better of the two. I don't want to practice every day, so
1: no exactly and i think i mean the thing was they they announced it like earlier than any of the any other quarterback controversies in my opinion so i think uh, something happened and like i want i listened to this irish podcast with like folks that go to the practice and they said like bugner looks way sharper as a passer this year so hopefully that's true we don't know till we see it though <laughs> Yo, but, it's not yeah. easy
0: though it was week one he's gonna be going against ohio state so he might look like worse than he actually is but yeah that's a tough week one matchup so instead of asking if you think we win this game, do you think we cover?
1: Yeah, that's just gonna say. I honestly don't think we win this game, but I re- I'm definitely gonna watch it. I'm hoping we win it, and I'd be love a surprise. But I will say, I definitely don't think 17.5 is a fair spread because our defense is just so good this year. Like, with almost the whole team returning off of really good defense last year. And and I think our offensive line is good enough to get, at least get the run going, which at the very least will chew up time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, at minimum, we don't let them
0: score too much to get 18 yeah. points ahead.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I don't think we
0: win, but I think we cover the spread. So that brings us to our newest segment of our podcast. We got a new locks segment. Every week, me and Vito are each going to have a $100 spent on bets. Hypothetical $100, unless you want to actually put them (laughs) down. But we can choose any bets we want. We can split up bets however we want. We're going to keep track. See if either one of us ends this year positive. But uh, we'll see. Let's get into it. So first, I mean, so we both took... Notre Dame to cover the spread plus 17 and a half at minus 100. I put $50
1: down into it. You put 25. Yeah, by the off chance that CJ Stroud just gets going, 25 is a little more safe. But I I believe it's going to (laughs) happen. All right. Well, how how do you divvy up the rest of your 100? So, as I was mentioning before, I don't think Cincinnati fares well at Arkansas with all the returning talent. So I put $20. When I got it, it was minus six and a half at the odds of negative 110. Then Penn State at Purdue. I think those teams are pretty much even. So that's why I'm taking uh, Purdue with the money line, 146 for $10. Since they're even, I don't... It's not as much of a lock as, I think, a good bet. But I think Purdue at home, I think those teams are even on a neutral field. So at home, I give the edge to Purdue. Really? Is Penn State that bad nowadays? Nah, I don't even know. I think Purdue's pretty good nowadays. And, okay, combination of both. One's went down, one's went up. I don't think Purdue, like... For example, Penn State do down to Purdue's level a few years ago. Like Purdue elevated its game a little bit and Penn State wasn't what it is a couple years ago. And then the next one I have gotta love my Hoosiers, but I like Indiana at home against Illinois. I think they're the best two and ten team in the history, <laughs> history of college football. So uh yeah, give me the Hoosiers. Uh, That's a Friday night fights matchup too. Yeah, ho bro. It's a Boilermakers gonna be loud. Uh, Thirty dollars on the Hoosiers. I love it. And then yeah, we mentioned the Notre Dame, Ohio State one. My last pick, App State and UNC. They're even. I did understand. Okay, like I know App State's pretty good, but North Carolina has returning talent. If since the lines even, I'm gonna go north carolina money line for 15 dollars. i think north carolina just has more talent and bro there's no way the background like unlike uh unlike marcus freeman doesn't see the line it's like offended by being even to a like, <laughs> like an app state team
0: <laughs> i did not think app state was even with unc but okay yeah so for mine i didn't have as many bets you i split up three ways i put 50 dollars on Notre Dame to cover plus 17 and a half at minus 110 odds and then also sticking with that game like I said, I don't know where their passing game is going to come from. So I think they're running it and we got a good defense. So I don't think Ohio State has the ball too much. So I got Ohio State under 38 and a half at minus 125 I like odds. Yeah, I, just, I don't see them like even if they win, I don't see them dropping 40, Um, especially when it's going to be a defensive game. And then my last bet, I got Alabama versus Utah State first quarter over 14 because I think Alabama definitely puts two touchdowns up in their first two drives and then uh, probably gets a third drive mm-hmm. off before the quarter ends because I don't think oh yeah I don't think Utah state <laughs> gets more than like 6 yards in that first quarter I
1: love that bet I just <laughs> yeah Alabama's going to score all the points it's just, it just matters does Utah yeah. state get the ball first is the only thing I'd be worried about because that might limit Bama's possessions to two instead of three.
0: Well, that, see, that was also part of my thinking. If it was 14 and a half, I don't know if I would have put it, but 14, I think worst case scenario is this bet either pushes oh. or it goes over if they drop 21. That's,
1: that's facts, actually. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. I think push, it pushes the most probable thing. Uh, if it doesn't, yeah. hit. I mean, but even no if so I
0: put 30 on that, I don't know if that's I said smart. that. So, like, I'll just keep that 30.
1: Damn. Damn, you got, you got some good locks. I like yours. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I
0: can't start this off too negative because it's the, the, the losses are coming.
1: Yeah. Feel, I'm excited to see how those go fair. Hmm.
0: So let's move on now to just talk about the season in general. Um, if this was a bet, I would have like I would put this in the locks, but this is a whole season bet, not just uh like week to week. Yeah. Notre Dame's win totals over under eight and a half. I actually put a bet for over eight and a half already. But, Same, so,
1: so did I. Okay, I, okay. I, I was confident about it. I mean, Notre Dame hasn't won less than 10 games since the atrocious 2016 season where he only won four. So that's one thing. But the second thing is like, to not hit this, we have to lose four games. And I think there's three teams that we might lose to, but like, I don't, like, I doubt we lose all three of them, right? <laughs> that that like,
0: was my thinking. So I saw that. I went through the schedule. I was like, I didn't think our schedule was that hard. I went through it and I agree with you. There were three teams where like losing is even like a possibility so Ohio State, Clemson in November, and then last game of the season against USC, maybe if they end up actually doing something this year. I thought the rest of our schedule is like pretty, like, cake i mean the only other ranked team is byu who's 25th right now i don't even know if they'll stay yeah. in the top 25 come october when we play them though
1: absolutely and i mean i think the, i think our offense is gonna get better as the year progresses uh so kind of yeah i think we're on a bad note with ohio state but i think the offense will start figuring itself out those young receivers start emerging and no matter what our defense is gonna be locked so i yeah i don't exactly. see this being, being a,
0: a eight win team <laughs> I don't either. I'm like, when I'm, I'm looking through it, I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe I'm a delusional fan, but 10 and one, I, don't, I think we lose to Ohio state and that's it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think worst case scenario, we might lose another one, 10 and two, but like, when I'm looking, yeah, I think 11 and one is like a pretty safe bet. I think of this season, honestly, like this, this is like the best Notre Dame team we've had in a while. And I mean, if, the, if, if the polls rank this five, like why do they, why do we realistically think that we're going <laughs> to lose four five games? I think,
0: yeah. I don't know. Because you got Marshalls, nothing, Cow's, nothing. UNC is like not that good. I mean, they're even with mm-hmm. App State, apparently. UIU's <laughs> 25. Stanford's not, hasn't been anything for so long. UNLV as a basketball school of anything. Syracuse basketball. I don't think Clemson is going to be that good. Navy hasn't thrown the ball in six years. Boston College, we always beat. <laughs> and then USC.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will say that uh, some of the teams are a little tough. For, but like, still well in our beatable reach. Like, Boston College will probably be decent, I think. Uh, they have filled Dracovic, which is decent, but like, uh, we hey, should be our them. quarterback. Will we smacked should last have been ours. Week? <laughs> yeah, we almost beat them because they can't stop us. On offense. Exactly. Yeah, and this year our defense will be too much for him to yeah score enough points to keep up. That's true. And North Carolina, I am I just never think North Carolina can stop anybody on offense. So like,
0: and then I just, don't think they have like I mean they don't have their quarterback anymore. They don't have like as yeah, many offensive weapons as gone. they
1: have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. USC and Clemson are who I'm worried about, but like USC again, I don't think they have defense. And Clemson, Clemson was nine and three last year. I feel like they're kind of maybe overrated. They might be overrated. Yeah, and before. okay, even if we did lose both
0: of those, that's still where's the other
1: loss coming from? Clemson at home at night too. I I actually I like our chances against Clemson a little more than I like our chances against USC if we're getting playing at home at night. Yeah, I think that's a over nine. I mean, over eight and a half. Let's go. You think it's because, you know, Freeman, first year coach, people are like uncertain? Oh, that's my big thing, too. I think it is. I think folks are thinking that Freeman isn't as good of a coach. Like, I mean, I don't know. First of all, even if, you don't have to be a great coach with the talent that this team has returning. Like the ability for him to retain the talent and not have people go to the NFL was actually pretty huge. We had like four or five players that could have went to NFL that didn't because Freeman had them come back. And we acquired Joseph. Uh, from the transfer portal. So I don't know. Talent alone, I feel like this team wins, regardless of coaching, <laughs> a good amount of the games. Well, and the thing is, I think we got a huge upgrade at coach. <laughs> <laughs> Same, yes. So I, can, I
0: really don't get it.
1: Yeah. I think I like this position, though. I like being the underdog in this scenario. I'd rather be underrated and then, you know. That's true. That's true. Because we were always
0: overrated and then, yeah, mashed in December, which I hated.
1: I love the 17 and a half line because damn, that leaves a lot of room for people to be shocked. I think
0: this is the first season that in a long time, I'm going into another Dame season and I actually have like hope and I don't know what's going to happen. Every other year, you knew they were going to win like nine, 10 games and you knew they were going to get crushed whoever they played in December, whether it be yeah. a big, like a New Year's Six Bowl playoff or whatever. You knew they're getting smashed by Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson,
1: Bama. Whoever it was since since 2012. Absolutely, yeah. We, we'd be a really good regular season team, and we wouldn't put the pieces together pro season. But who knows? This team could be way better than we ever imagined, or hopefully not worse than we thought. But... I don't think it can be too much worse. Yeah, I I don't think so either. Like, and I know know a lot of arguments were like, oh, uh, Freeman kind of you know, folded against Oklahoma State, which I think there's two things to that. One, I feel like, I hope he learns from his mistakes. Like, I think that's a good thing to learn that, you know, you can't be confident with a lead. The second thing is that team was missing a lot of coaching help. Like, he didn't have a full staff during that game. So, like, now he's has yeah, got a full it, staff. Yeah, it was his first game ever as a head coach. And yeah, it like wasn't like... a couple like,
0: weeks. Yeah, <laughs> he got appointed the coach, like, a couple weeks ago. He, the players that he played that whole season with also weren't that game. You had um Kyle Hamilton and uh Kyron went to the draft. They didn't yeah, our two best
1: players. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I thought that game was a bit much. And but now he's had a whole offseason. He's like actually been the coach for more than a month.
1: Absolutely. And to on all those things aside, too, he was actually a lot closer to winning that game than Brian Kelly ever was to a top ten team. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> we actually should have won that like, we were so close.
0: That is true. That is so true.
1: If anything, it should have actually said, okay, Notre a little better than we thought, but I like this. I will say that Ohio State does have uh, one of the things I was going to mention, uh, Jim Knowles, who's Oklahoma State's uh, defensive coordinator. And like the significance of that was Oklahoma State, just like the rest of Big 12, never played defense. And last year, they were top 10 defense. And so him being their defensive coordinator kind of does scare me, though. Uh, week one. But again, week one I didn't think we we're gonna win anyways.
0: So yeah, that's the thing. I'm I'm only worried about week one too.
1: Yeah. But all right, speaking
0: of all the rest of the the league, let's just go to the top ten. Um and you tell me if you think they're gonna be in the playoffs. Uh Bama. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think Bama just wins it this year, to be honest. <laughs> Do you Do know he, what
1: Nick Saban scariest, said? The, <laughs> he also, I love what, what did he say?
0: He said last year was a rebuilding year for Bama.
1: I made <laughs> the playoffs on now you're gonna lie he ha- he has a point. This this team Bro, has
0: Bro they crushed everyone and then lost barely in the national championship
1: how is that rebuilding <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> it's hard to describe that but uh, I mean shoot like they have the two best players in all of college football coming back and Bryce Young and Will Anderson and those guys were like sophomores they couldn't go to the draft so like I guess you know Saban didn't even know those guys were going to merge like that but now they actually have such a good returning squad and four other all-Americans including bro they, they got Jameer Gibbs so like this guy, he was uh, All-American on Georgia Tech. He never had a block, and he'd break tackles and juke people out. Imagine him in Alabama's offensive line. <laughs> That's going to be scary.
0: So I guess they were rebuilt. So they're winning the national championship. But the other three, you think Ohio State? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Ohio State might be the only team that could challenge Bama, Loki, uh Because like, we already know they had the number one offense last year, and I think they'll have similar numbers this year. But their defense with Jim Knowles now, I think, as i was mentioning could be top 10 now they'll, they'll be a scary team
0: i mean i think ohio state gets the playoffs but i gotta see how i don't know anything about their defense i gotta see how they're gonna fare yeah up. and they, i mean we'll get a good preview of them against other like big 10 teams against notre dame so i think they'll be all right i think georgia is gonna do what they did last year no i think georgia falls off
1: i think they're not they don't have the same defense they had last year and i I don't think they beat alabama so it's just one more loss which I think is going to happen. I think they're just going to lose a game somewhere in the SEC's grind.
0: And then lose the SEC championship to Bama. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could see that. But I just don't know where the, the other teams are going to come from. Because, like, number four is Clemson. I think that's so overrated. I don't think Clemson is going to be good. I don't like what yeah, I saw from them either. last year. Like, maybe their defense might be okay. But their, like, DJ, their quarterback, I thought was horrible. Honestly, like, and he was one of the highest recruits ever. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't think they're going to, I think Clemson's way overrated. I don't think Clemson gets to the playoffs again this year. They do have a lot of talent returning on
1: defense, which was really stacked, but they did lose their defensive coordinator, Brent uh to Oklahoma. He's their coach, so I wonder how that factors in. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I think Clemson's way overrated at four. I think they end the year in like the eight to 12 range.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I think Notre Dame could beat them, so Like that's one thing. Um, but yeah, Clemson. I don't think they make the playoffs either. Number five, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is this. This is yeah, exactly. I don't know enough, but like, okay, assuming we lose to Ohio State and win the rest of the schedule, VNF quality wins in USC and Clemson to probably make it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. So I think that one loss to Ohio State because it's early also helps your cause, because then you just like got better and won throughout the rest of the year. But I would also understand that going eleven and one, it's like not in your hands, and you need. Like a couple other one loss teams too. Like Absolutely, I would, I would yeah. put an undefeated team ahead in our name. I would too. Like it's only weaker. fair.
1: Yeah. No, it's only fair in that scenario. But luckily, uh, but I think a chance. I say a
0: chance. I say there's a chance.
1: Yeah. All right, and then Texas A and M. So they're interesting because I don't think they're that good, but they did have the best, like <laughs> the best class. They bought them all, of course, but they had the best class of freshman uh, recruits in all of college football history. I just wonder how much of a game changer they'll make
0: yeah but now nah, you make but they're freshmen them.
1: yeah, they're freshmen. So. so I wouldn't expect them to you know pop off at least next year to the year after.
0: yeah I mean Jimbo Fisher though is not a bad coach, but I could understand as freshmen like ne- like this coming year they're like solid and then next year they're just like stacked.
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. and so the big thing about a and m too is they beat they did beat Alabama last year. And mm-hmm. there's no way in hell they beat Alabama two years in a row. So yeah. once they go to <laughs> they go to Tuscaloosa, they're gonna lose, and, and I think by a lot.
0: Yeah, but then they they won't be in the SEC championship. So at least that saves them a second
1: loss. That's true, dang. But would you would you put them in there if they did? I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, yeah that'd be interesting. Cause, so cause right right have, now, but like it's cause it's only cause
0: Bama's the one like ahead. Like, what are you supposed to do against them? So,
1: honestly, yeah. And a lot of times there are two SEC teams that make it. So like last year, yeah. yeah. So, So. I guess also for them, it would also kind of depend on the other teams. Yeah. I like a and M. I don't... Yeah, I like A&M, actually. I I don't think they... I don't think this year, though. I think they end up losing two games, honestly, too. Yeah,
0: so that's... The SEC grind's tough. Uh, Number seven is Utah. No. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> They're so, or, oh, man. You, you play well against Ohio State in one game, and everyone thinks you're so good. <laughs> I mean, they were pretty solid. You gave last up like year.
0: 250 yards to one receiver.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. And, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Utah's that good. I think the line has only a two-point favorite against Florida, which shows you what people really think about them. Mm-hmm. Uh Michigan? N- no. Uh, so... I want to say no. I mean, I, I think they're not going to make it just because they're going to lose Ohio State. But their schedule is so easy. I think they go eleven or no, and still Ohio State. But their schedule is so easy, and they start the and okay, so they start the season. And I've never seen this ever. I don't know if you have, but they're starting Kate McNamara week one and JJ McCarthy week two because they don't play anyone those two weeks in Colorado State and Hawaii. So they could do that. They're just
0: testing. Players see who they like in the regular season. Yeah,
1: and they could do it week three too. They play Connecticut, which is also a team. Oh my god! I think they could win all three of those games by forty to fifty points. Those are the weakest, like out of conference schedule you could have in conference. Their only real matchups outside Ohio State is Michigan State at home, and Iowa at Iowa might be a challenge though. Yeah, we gotta see how the Iowa defense is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, their schedule's pretty cake. Yeah, I mean, it must, it Ohio be nice. State and yeah, <laughs> Ohio State and Michigan State are the only two even because Penn State's not that good anymore this year. IU is yeah. coming off a tough year. Nebraska's not really anything. Rutgers not anything. Illinois not anything. Hawaii's nothing. Maryland's well, Maryland had a run last year, but I don't know. Connecticut has never been anything in football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they
1: could, they could probably Same win that Colorado game. Six, yeah, so like they could win that game like 60-0, and I wouldn't be surprised. I would do like think about it twice.
0: Mm-mm. But yeah, I, I don't think I think with a schedule like that, because if they lose Ohio State and they're 11-1, what have you, you have you need other good wins to make up for that. They wouldn't have that. So I'm gonna go no. Um, you mentioned this team a little bit earlier, number nine is Oklahoma.
1: I'm so interested to see what happens because they lost a lot of their talent to USC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was funny. So but, that,
0: but, and also their coach is a defensive coach, and that doesn't work in their conference. Like, that doesn't, no. defense doesn't mean anything.
1: But well, low-key, last year's Oklahoma State team was the good defensively, and they, they made a pretty good run. Uh, they're also but,
0: pretty decent offensive.
1: Yeah, they're a good offense, too. They're balanced. So I wonder if, as long as Brett Wannables could actually make that defense lock down, if they could keep, like... Close to the same production offense, they'll be a really good team, but I don't uh, know. Yeah, but
0: losing that much talent on offense and yeah, having a defensive coach, I don't know where the production is going to come from.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Damn, and it wasn't just to like as I bet you, like a Hazelwood, it wasn't just USC either. It was, they lost a lot of their talent all across the country. So, yeah, um, who's their quarterback? They got a transfer, I forget his name, uh, from UCF He's, so I know He's
0: they, they had two and then they lost both of them.
1: Yeah, they lost one of them, South Carolina. Uh, yeah. No, they got Dylan Gabriel from UCF. He he used to be pretty good, I think. I don't know. I can never. Didn't he I get can never... hurt a couple of times? Yeah. I think he had some big injuries. Hopefully he hopefully he does well, but I mean for right.
0: Yeah, hopefully he does well, but that, that's a no from me.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say in general, I think the Big Twelve has three teams in Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State that will just self cannibalize each other. I think they just beat each other up. And... That's true. Well,
0: Baylor's the number ten and team, none of them so. Make it. All right, there's a no from them, too. Outside of the top 10, do you think anyone has a chance? Like, who do you think has the best chance of cracking the playoffs? I think it's USC.
1: Yeah, we don't, there's so many unknowns about USC. I think they do have a great chance. And their schedule is easy. They have two tough games, and that's Utah-Notre Dame, which are kind of really tough games, though. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, but, like, they always have so much. They have good recruits, and everyone thinks they're going to do good, and then they just, like, win only four games in the whole year. Yeah, exactly. but I think
1: I mean, this This is different, though, I think. Yeah,
0: they got a good coach. They got a playmaker at quarterback. And, like, they got the rest of the talent that they normally have. So, could be a good USC team. But I think there's only, like, Bama and Ohio State are the only locks that I give for the playoffs. Also, the season hasn't
1: started, but. Yeah, I think those, <laughs> are, the, those are my only, yeah, those are my locks. Wait, but what if, I mean, I just. Magic now, but what if Notre Dame beats Ohio State? Like, I still think Ohio State makes it to the playoffs, even if they lose to Notre Dame too. They actually have more of a chance because well, get- I say Notre Dame's a lock. <laughs> that's fair. Actually, if they beat Ohio State, I don't think Notre Dame should lose another game, but we don't know how good this team's really gonna we be. I don't think they should lose another game anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the only locks I see is Ohio State and Bama. And I'll give if I had to say who I'd make, out, make the playoffs be right now, I'd probably put the other two teams as dang. Actually, I don't even know. <laughs> who would i put
0: I, there i really don't know i'll say bama ohio state notre dame and yeah and i'll say oklahoma state that's because they'll be oklahoma and, and baylor and then maybe <laughs> even...
1: that'd be a good run yeah but yeah i like oklahoma state but oh i think one big 12 team does make it but i i want to doubt they do just because i think there's that conference cannibalization i think they just all beat each other but we don't know
0: yeah, but if one can just beat the other two, and then have the other two knock each other out, yeah, that'd be perfect. I don't know. That's the best I got.
1: That's my four. Uh, I'll I'll make I'll make my fourth one Utah. Uh, I just think I think they're gonna let someone from the Pac twelve make it, and USC is gonna be overhyped. and they're gonna beat USC twice in the, in the regular season and in the conference championships. and so they're gonna be like, wow, these guys beat USC. Let's put them in.
0: Yeah, that would give USC USC would end up with like three or four losses and to underperform again.
1: <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, things don't change. Honestly, in my opinion, too, Weekend Riley uh, in Oklahoma was pretty lucky that uh, the Big 12 was pretty easy. I'm not going to lie. I don't think. Because they're 0-3 in the playoffs and like no one talks about how bad They are, but they lose pretty bad. Like, they could have lost. I know LSU was a different team, but they could have lost 100-0 to to that Joe Burrow-LSU team. It was like, they scored 49 points at the half.
0: (laughs) That's (laughs) true. And even the other reason they played Bama, it wasn't very close either.
1: The LSU. Oh, the Oklahoma and Bama. Yeah. Oklahoma, I don't think they ever played a close game in the playoffs. They just are there. Yeah, well, the thing is, not really anyone does, unless it's Bama, Ohio State, or Georgia, or Clemson. Yeah, that's fair
0: no one else has competed with them yet besides the the one lsu team that ended up being like the best team we've ever seen in college football
1: insane oh man i can't wait to talk about uh, nfl too because i think jefferson and javar chase are top five receivers in the nfl already <laughs> and they just left lsu yeah i just feel bad for any college team that had to guard them which no one really did guard them to be honest not when you're putting up 50 points by half. Yeah. But, you
0: know, that will be discussion for next week. Yep. We'll preview the NFL season. That will be starting
1: soon. But with that being said, that's all we got for this week. We'll see you guys in the next one.